2: For free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Welcome back to another episode of Can We Be Real. Thank you so much for your reviews and your stars and for telling that for the show, I mean, not for, you know, well, thank you for your stars, whatever kinds of stars you've
0: I thought you were rebranding the show, like Kyle and Jackie O, Breakfast with the Stars. Oh, or, I love you know, that. Like- Can
3: we be real with the stars? It is going to be a bit, isn't it, today?
0: <laughs> it is. We are,
3: we do have some stars on the show. like do they're we? Not, Yeah, they're not coming in, but we're going to play a bit back from Kyle and Jackie O.
0: Oh, that's a big star. I know. Yeah, we, which you were on his show, on uh, their, or their show. I was one show. of the stars. You were. It's not a big deal. Actually, but- he described you yeah. as podcasting queen, radio queen, and something else. There's like three queens. Cat Queen? No.
3: No, don't know. Anyway, he's a beautiful queen as well. And mm. um, he's going to be, we're going to play a bit back from that show. Because he, as he does, he launched into the most insane story. I can't remember how we got into it, but I was like, oh, I want to talk a little bit more about that, actually. Sure. It was amazing. And we will get into that soon. But please don't forget to tell your friends about this show. Like I've told Donna heaps about it. And then yeah. she's told, because Donna, my friend, my bestie, she knows everything. Everyone in Altona Like seriously Everyone
0: Well that's probably Where all the listeners Are coming from
3: Heaps of them Are coming from (laughs) Altona Yeah Because I know Lots of people in Altona But she knows
0: Everyone What does she do?
3: Don Don's She's a stay at home mum now um, she was a vet nurse. As a teenager, she worked in the ice cream shop at Altona.
0: That's why she knows everyone.
3: And both of her parents were born in Altona.
0: Yeah, mm. like seriously. So she is Altona. She is. Mm.
3: Anyway, so she is doing a lot of heavy lifting for us. So if you could do a little Thanks, bit of Don's. lifting to help Don Don's, that would be unreal. Mm. Um, now, oh God, Donna cannot help me with this. And there's not a lot of things Don Don's can't help me with, but she can't help me with this. If anyone ever says to you, "Oi." And I want to say anyone, I mean a member of Victoria Police. One of them has come up with a really dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Someone in there said, oh, brilliant. I'm going to go around and put these special screws on everybody's number plates. They're anti-theft screws. It's going to be so good. Apparently we've had a massive problem in Victoria with people stealing other people's number plates. We probably have because we're loose units yeah, in Victoria. Yeah,
0: you are. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: To be honest, one time I did, someone said to me, what happened to your number plate? I said, I don't know. And I I went and had a look and it it was bent up. Like someone's had a crack. Oh, right,
0: yeah.
3: I thought, why? I don't know, who cares? But anyway, it was still there. So off I drove. Mm. Anyway, then another time I found out that I'd forgotten to pay my rego and in fact my car was unregistered for quite some time. and So Mm. I had to go through a whole rigmarole and I had to go and get a Roadworthy and all that stuff.
0: Oh, God. Oh,
3: drama, drama. Yeah. And as part of it, I had to get new number plates. This is a going back about six months ago. So, you get personalised I went,
0: plates? No,
3: no, I didn't. I resisted <laughs> the urge. Resisted the urge. Went out to Rose. Michelle? Oh, yeah. No, paid everything, got my new plates. Right. And um, like an idiot, she said to me, do you want us to put your new plates on? I said, no, doll, I would really rather just get out of here. So went home with my new plates, thought I'll deal with that over the weekend. Well, went to have a go. Anti-theft screws. Well, you can't get them off. That's the whole point of them; Mm, they mm -hmm, don't come off. mm -hmm. I thought, righto. So uh, I'll—I live quite close to the police station, so I drove around there, went up to the counter. I said, "Hi, great news, no dramas." I'm going to make a day. I don't have any problems at all. All I need is for you to whip out the front here to the car park and take off my number plates because um, I've got these new ones to put on. And and he said, oh, "Well, we, I can't. We don't have." I said, "What do you mean?" We're busy. <laughs> no, not even. Not even. He said, "We don't have the tool here." I said, "Righto. Um, how do I get them off, uh, Vic Roads?" So I went home and I rang Vic Rose and they went, no, no, we don't do that. Yeah, oh, the police mate. the police do that. I go, <coughs> no, they don't. So I've just been there um, and they don't do it. Oh, don't they? No, mate, they don't. Um, okay, so we'll ring them back. There must be some, there's some police stations that do. So I ring them back. They go, oh, is that what they said? I go, yep, 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 yep. Okay, well. I guess you must have to just ring all the police stations until you find one. That's oh, got what? A, that's what I said. I go, I've got a job. So then they start to get stroppy with me on the phone. I'm like, don't, know, mate. You guys did this. Yeah, don't get stroppy with me. Mm. And then I got a bit carrot about it. I was like, oi, who's your boss? Finally, some other bloke gets on the phone. Hello, madam. What seems to be, I go, you know what the trouble is? It's about your your, your fancy screws. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, yeah, well, I don't know how you're going to get them off. I go, well, one of your blokes put them on. Yeah. And I can see on the internet you're going around Victoria putting them on people's pl- Like what's the plan? Yeah. When people have to take them off. He goes, well, I, I don't know. they not-, not
0: there yet. No. Mm. You're the first.
3: I must be the first in all of Victoria. Mm. I said, whose idea was this? <laughs> he goes, I don't know. It's not my department. I go, It'll- it's a man's. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I go, this, is, this stinks of man. This stinks of man. Guys, I've got this crate. We'll go all over Victoria. Yeah. Big nutting it mm-hmm. that we're going to stop people stealing yep. plates. Mm-hmm. And... Have not thought one bit past that.
0: Yeah, it happened in a meeting or in a boardroom, and everyone was too scared to like raise anything.
3: No, no one's thought beyond it. Everyone's yeah. just gone fucking
0: yeah. Boom! Let's get out. It came up on a Friday afternoon. Oh yeah, you know, and they got out.
3: And they then they love being out and about, and they're out there with their screws and their special screwdriver to put them on. Mm. So that's been about it's been about five months now mm-hmm. that I've been ringing. Re- because they said, "Oh, we think we're gonna get one of those tools, right?" So I ring about every two weeks. I will ring them. It's me again.
0: Yeah, you got, I've got a the tool. Got one
3: of those tools. <laughs> yeah. No, try Vic Roads. I ring them again. No. Then finally, a bloke at Vic Roads says to me, um, "Look, I think Super Cheap Auto's got them. Okay, but don't tell anyone because obviously the point of them is for people to not oh, have the God. tool." So then I drive up to Super Cheap Auto, Altona North. <laughs> yeah. And I go in there and I go, hi, hmm. have you got that tool? She goes, no. And, God, I wish they'd stop telling people we do. <laughs> <laughs> what is going <sighs> on? So then, of course, what happens next? I get a text from Fines Victoria. Get G'day, mate. You've got $2,000 worth of fines for driving around with the wrong plates oh, on. Oh, no, mate. No, mate. Yeah. So I ring them. Now I've got all this stuff in train, these, like, uh, you know, I'm appealing and I just had, I had to put it in writing. And go, mate! I cannot get the old ones off.
0: There's so, a real issue going. Is this only happening in Victoria? Because I'm, I'm in New South well, Wales, so we're not really getting this kind of issue look, yet. But
3: have a look at how your yeah. it, your number plates are on your car. Yeah, and you can see very clearly if this is weird-looking screws on there. Yeah,
0: you
3: you can't get them off. And so I'm just driving. I hardly ever drive my car, mm. and if I do, I've just got the new plates sitting there mm. on the floor. Mm. But I haven't even been pulled over by coppers. I've been done by cameras. So I can't even reason with anyone and go, dude, here's the thing. Yeah, things. yeah, 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 yeah. Have a look for yourself. You can't get them off. I don't know what I'm going to do.
0: So have you had to pay the fine?
3: Well, no, because I I just get letters going, yeah, 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 we've mm-hmm. got your
0: mm-hmm. complaint.
4: Mm-hmm. We
3: don't know what we're going to do. <laughs>
4: I'm the that's, point, how that's how they end it.
3: <laughs> I'm like, I, well, I've got um, zip ties. Should I zip tie the new ones in front of the old ones? Like, mm. what am I meant to do? Yeah. Should I get wire and, like, attach them?
0: To- yeah. What <laughs> Should- a mess.
3: Surely then they're going to get stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you remember it, Matthew, because you were listening. You're a good boy. Um, mm-hmm. I was on Kyle and Jackie O's show yeah. uh, a little while ago. And, mm. my God, Kyle, I love those guys so much. And one of the things I love so much about that show is you never know what's going to happen when you're on it. And Is it a
0: bit of a nightmare to go on there? No. Like, like as in, to go on a show and then kind of think, okay, what can come out of this? Because you never know where it's going to go. I love that. You love that. But for some guests, it must be a nightmare.
3: I'm sure. But for me, it's I love it. It's mm. my favourite thing about going on there. Last time I was on there, Kyle ended up reading me a poem that he'd just written <laughs> that was had complete, nothing at all to do with me <laughs> or anything that we were talking about. But I, I love that. I find that exciting. Was it a love poem? No. Just a, just a poem? Yeah. I think I, I really have no idea how we got there and that's what I love about that show. And um I love their energy. I yeah. just they just they stay on air for like 5 mm. hours a day, they're only contracted for 3. Yeah. They play hardly any music. Mm. I mean, I was listening to them as I was getting ready in my hotel room. They they played half a song in their first hour.
0: Mm.
3: <laughs> I always say to people living anywhere but Sydney who say to me, "Oh, I can't believe you like Kyle Sandilands." Anywhere else in the country, all you ever hear is or read is a headline Mm -hmm. once every six months Mm -hmm. where he's overstepped the mark or he said something and you read it out of context where other people are blowing up and saying, oh, he's this and that. Listen to the entire show. Mm. Please, you know, one morning, you can do it on your phone, get on the iHeartRadio app and listen to Kyle and Jackie O all morning and you will hear what I'm saying. It is It'll blow your mind and I love it.
0: Well, you, you probably have a, uh, an understanding of you're a broadcaster. And you understand that when you're on live radio or live TV, sometimes you say something oh, God. And, and then you you go, oh, fuck, I didn't mean it in that way. Oh, when or you I didn't, talk for a living, right, that's right. right.
3: And when you talk live for yeah. a living.
0: You can make mistakes.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you say things all the time that you don't mean to say. And most of the time, luckily, it's it's not. it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, you've said the wrong word. You've said too many words. You've said not enough words, whatever. You got your words jumbled. Most of the time, it doesn't matter occasionally it matters. Occasionally Mm -hmm. you said something, you think, oh, shit, Mm -hmm. why did I say that? Why did Mm -hmm. I think out loud Mm -hmm. or whatever? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're probably right. I'm, I'm probably more forgiving than most, or definitely more forgiving. First half hour they talked about the other day was they were talking about periods in a way that I have never heard anyone talk about before, and it was so refreshing. And Kyle is... Such a feminist. He is so supportive. That, not that only- is
0: surprising to hear I know. you say that. And That's not the I, way
3: he's portrayed. And I think
0: there are people that are listening to your podcast that have been fans of yours for a long time yeah. that are surprised that you you've had him on, an, on your other podcast before as a guest. Yeah. You, you always speak positively about him. Yeah. Um, you know his kindness behind the scenes. Yeah, right? but
3: also on air. Like is not just supportive of Jackie and of the women who work for him and with him and the women he has on air. But he's, like, actively encouraging of, you know, say more, do more, Mm -hmm. tell me more Mm -hmm. about that, explain that to me. Mm -hmm. How does that Mm -hmm. work? What Mm -hmm. is that like? Mm -hmm. He's really curious Mm -hmm. about women's lives Mm -hmm. and about – and he wants them to talk more, which is, like, very rare in this business.
0: He describes himself that he has a female energy.
3: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. He he mm. definitely has a female energy.
0: And a, and a lesbian energy.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 I can is see that, that. Yeah, You don't work with many men in this industry who encourage you to talk more mm. as a woman, I tell you that. And he does. He mm. really does. And to have me on, he doesn't, I mean.
0: No, he loves you. I know, mm. which
3: is weird, honestly. I, I think, again, there's not many men in this industry. That, and weirdly, because they shit each other to death, him and Husey are the only men in this industry who They're generous. always have me on. There's no reason because to have me on. You, you,
0: I, I think what that is is that you are, uh, and this is not just blowing your, you know, smoke up your ass because you're my boss now, but I think because you're, you're very talented, right? So, therefore, when you get into a room, and I'd say these both these boys, Kyle and Husey, are equally as talented as you are, right? But I think you've worked with people in the past, you know, who may not have had that level of talent. So, therefore, they're threatened, and so, therefore, that's where you get that... That what you're talking about there, where yeah, but, where a man might try and squash you down a bit. But also would, would, sometimes, that be, would that be right?
3: Yeah, but also sometimes incredibly talented men are really threatened, which is mm. really weird too. Mm. You know, sometimes you can work with really talented men who, for whatever reason, have this instinct to push other people down. Mm-hmm. And that's just about them. That's not about anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's just about them not wanting to be with another person who's talented. They just want it just to be them. They don't want any doubt at all in the world, you know, that they're the best. Yeah. Uh, well, I went in there the other day and it was just Mayhem. super fun. Mayhem yeah. from the minute we walked through the door. You were with me, Bags. From the minute we walked through the door, it was hilarious. That It was noisy, chaos, but it's not really chaos, but that's how it feels. It's loud outside the room. The music's loud. Uh, super fun. And um, really early on in the chat, I can't remember how we got to it, but Kyle just blurted out this Story from his childhood. Let's just get into it. It's amazing.
5: When my mum and I ran away from my father, mm. and we only ran away, the, the day we ran away, my he kidnapped my brother from uh, preschool. Oh. So my brother vanished out of our life for a year and mum and I lived in a little flat in Brisbane. And I just remember mum, like, always very nervous, sitting at the window, chain-smoking, looking out, nervous that he would show up.
3: Oh, my God, that's awful. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. But though. she must have also been... Anxious, hoping Very. he would show up with your brother.
5: Yeah, well, she didn't yeah. know. We didn't know what happened. Then there was a, a fake swap over, like where I where My mum told my father, you bring my brother Chris and then I'll give you Kyle. And I thought, oh, this is like some sort of prisoner
3: swap. Exchange program. Like at a bridge? Did they organise a meet? Yeah. No, it was (laughs) just my grandmother's (laughs) house. But then
5: I had to pretend to go to the gate. (gasps) And then mum took my brother. And then the plan was we'd all run back inside and my grandfather would shut the door. And that happened. And then my dad did helicopter burnouts out the front in his old Falcon (laughs) station (laughs) wagon. And (laughs) I just remember the (laughs) the screeching of the tyres. and. crying Did this really was really happen or
3: is this a fast furious no, 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 no. movie yeah. Did this really happened really what an incredibly intense story and i never forget it but that Kyle comes from um, a background and a childhood that was challenging and that yeah. was you know really intense bogan childhood which mm-hmm. he he would happily admit but yeah the intensity of that and and he he made up with his dad before his dad died but um a year Let's let's really unpack this, as they would say. A year this lady is with her son, not knowing where the other son is. Mm. The other son is, uh, you know, with, with his dad and not knowing what's going on mm-hmm. and trying to obviously for part of that year negotiating with her estranged partner to get the son back mm-hmm. and then convincing him to swap the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean you know, and for Kyle to be a little kid living through this and living through mum's trauma as it's happening and, and having trauma of his own and where's my brother. And, oh, it's just unbearable. It's just, it's such an intense story. And he's just such a, an open person. That's the way he's learned to, to cope with his life. uh, Just, just to spew out everything. There is no, there's nothing hidden with him. There are no secrets actually. There's, it's, everything's out there at the drop of a hat, but it, made me, it reminded me that every family has its shit. Yeah. You know, and as Succession was ending, the TV show, which I loved so much, there was this quote that people used a lot when I was reading about it and listening to podcasts because I was such a Succession nerd. I can't remember which author it was. Somebody said, every happy family is the same. Mm -hmm. Every unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Mm. Made me think that that's so isolating because I feel like every family that has trauma... Thinks I can never talk about it because it's embarrassing. No one will understand it. No one, everyone will think I'm a weirdo, I'm a freak. Like, sure, we keep it inside, don't we? Yeah. Um, and I love that's another thing I love about Kyle is that when he tells stories like that, I feel like so many of his listeners feel like, oh,
0: that's home. That's that. that, that, that He, I relate, I relate completely to this guy, and it's such a relief. Yeah. I you think, make me feel better.
3: Yeah. I think if you've come from a background like that, you can feel like such a dead shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know? But when, totally. like, yeah. I don't ever want anyone to know mm-hmm. that that's my background, that my parents were like that, in adverted commas, or sure whatever. Yes. Even down to the burnouts, like, you kind of don't want, oh, I don't want people to know that.
0: Totally. But he's kind of laughing it off a bit, like trying to make it a part of the, you know, it's it's funny.
3: Yeah, kind of. But he also, he he owns it. He doesn't Mm. laugh it off like, oh, I'm not from them anymore. Or he doesn't laugh at his family ever. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. remember um, from his wedding, his amazing bazillion dollar wedding. Yeah. He really um, included his brother, Chris, a lot. And and his brother's a real rough head truck driver. And, you know, he definitely has always been very inclusive of his family. At Mm -hmm. the same time, he Mm -hmm. never... Tries to make out he's not still one of them.
0: Yeah, of course.
3: I had a friend who who used to go on and on about his family, his childhood being perfect. Mm-hmm. He used to say, "Oh, it was like happy days." Mm-hmm. And then the more we got to know each other, and the more he would tell me things, I'd think, oh, "I don't think your family is perfect." Yeah. Like it turned out, his mum was like a proper hoarder,
0: right? Mm. Like
3: proper would buy things. They didn't even have online then. Would buy things from the TV. Mm. And never even open them mm-hmm. so that the house ended up full of boxes of unopened, just shit knickknacks. Mm. But she would buy them with a credit card. So th- then there'd be these raging arguments with the dad about the credit card debt. And it got to the point, and the dad had a good job and everything, but it got to the point where the dad had to borrow money from mm. the grown kids mm-hmm. to get out of the credit card debt that the mum, who was like incredibly meek and seemed to be perfect and running this perfect household had this compulsive totally spending and hoarding yeah and i was like dude i don't like obviously she like that's a mental illness to me like that's something
0: yes you yeah, know yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah so yeah i just his story just reminded me of
0: how families can well you and i often talk about this mm. you know our, our families and what how we grew up and yeah you know the different things that were going on in our houses and, and, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why we get along. Like we can relate and and we can chat those things out and I feel comfortable talking to you about those things. Yeah. I don't want to go into them like, you know, on here because I don't don't, don't want to, you know, I think it's unfair when someone's not there to actually defend their side of the story. It's probably not fair for me just to throw them under the bus. But as you know, like I don't have a great relationship with my dad. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's just because... You don't pro- have to go into it. Yeah, I don't, But yeah. unfortunately,
3: dads, I-, I always say to my kids, you know, dads of our genera- our dad's generations were very disconnected for yeah. whatever reason. Your dad mm. would be younger than mine. Mm. But I would say dads of my dad's generation were, now, when I look back, a lot of Vietnam War veterans. So That's
0: traumatic to go through that experience yeah. and then come home and then try and explain what you've been through and well, people, people don't understand.
3: They didn't explain anything because it wasn't just a war experience. It was also a really unpopular war experience. So yep. I grew up, a lot of dads were like, don't you're not allowed to go near the dad. Yeah. We'd have sleepovers mm. and it would be like understood that oh, you're not allowed to go near Tiffany's dad. Mm. <laughs> As in, he comes home, he goes into his dad room or into the garage and watches TV and drinks or whatever. So it was this whole generation of dads who just did not want to know mm-hmm. about the family. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, I realise that's right. They were all Vietnam vets, mm-hmm. these guys. Mm-hmm. And there was no talk of PTSD or men's mental health or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they were just kind of trying to deal with themselves. Yep. So I think now, like I look at my brother, who's just a beautiful hands-on dad, you know, took paternity leave and all that kind of stuff. I think they're just very different guys.
0: Yeah. I saw a, a great video of, you know, like we can all be angry at our parents. mm for the way that they raised us or the way that they dealt with us. But then you can also go back in the family tree and go, well, hang on, the grandparents also did things to that, you know, that kid yeah. and treated them. But, and then you go back in further and you can find it, you know, and then where do you stop? Yeah. where well, How far back do you go to, you know, figure yeah. out where does this problem come from yeah. where yeah. the family's treating each other like this?
3: Yeah, different modelling, different ex- expectations mm. of what a dad is. And I always say in the True Crime podcast. We have changed our expectations of men and of dads and just just men, I think, what we expect from men as a society so much, Mm. so fast. Mm -hmm. I think it's too much, to be honest. I think we're we're expecting a lot of men.
0: But when was it going to happen?
3: I think it's like it's good to well, happen. A lot of it's positive, yeah. But I think it's it's happened very quickly, and I think that there's a we've we've put a lot of pressure on men to be v- completely different to their dads sure. in like one generation, yeah. And I think some men have been left behind and are confused, and um, I honestly believe that that accounts for a lot of the violence and substance abuse and mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. in our culture and. And I think
0: there's a lot of suicide as well yeah. that's happening as well. And, and
3: I think we need to support men more than we do. I think we accuse men a lot, sure,
0: we
3: demonize men a lot. And I think we need to. There needs to be more support for men because a lot of men grew up with dads like ours, mm-hmm. who, like I always say, had no rules, no consequences, do whatever the fuck you want. You're the king of the castle. And now in one generation, we're like, oh, but you have to be at every birthday party, every school, meeting, everything. My dad never came to any of that. Yeah, so it,
0: it is a confusing time. For, for, for men, say, in their 20s, 30s and, and 40s mm. right now, they're, they're doing that shift.
3: And maybe they didn't even grow up with a dad. Yeah. They've so got no modelling mm. and we're saying oh, all of this expectation and pressure and you're failing, you're failing, you're failing. What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Mm-hmm. That's a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So that's what I mean, I think there's not enough support mm-hmm. for men. Mm-hmm. Um And that's, again, I'm going to take this back to Kyle and I'm going to say something a lot of people are going to be astounded by. I think he's a good role model, you know. I think Mm -hmm. he is feminine. Mm -hmm. I think he is not afraid to talk about his feelings. He's not afraid to say... Anything, let's be honest, but certainly not afraid to. Uh...
0: He's got a dirty mind, right? So, like, he likes to talk about sexual things a lot. And is that what gets him into trouble, or he's got is a it a
3: juvenile mind? His, yeah, his which is well, I
0: like that. Yeah. I like that. He's like he's like a big kid, right? Definitely. And and who wants to really grow up?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why,
0: and why do we? Yeah, because we're supposed we, we're supposed to grow up, but yeah. he's just held on to that he's youthful. Not... Which you're very similar. Like you've got that Definitely. youthful, you know?
3: Yeah, he's not inhibited. No, and we inhibit men a lot. Don't you think men are? Or
0: people? I think we just inhibit people. People feel like they have to do.
3: But women talk all the time. We talky 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 talky. Men, we you know, men don't talk enough.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. And he talks. I think that's really good. He's Mm. a good good role model. Mm. My God, can you imagine? (laughs) The people are going to freak out when they hear me (laughs) say.
0: Well, well, Matthew. I'm being real. Matthew, do you mind if I if I ask you this? Like, what do you think when you hear Michelle say that? Because you're someone who grew up in Melbourne and wasn't, you weren't really around Kyle, and you've you've mentioned, you know, you heard Kyle when you were younger.
4: I have a very old joke that I remember from when I was like really, really, really young. Me and my brother used to share a room, and we would be listening to like the top forty like at <laughs> yes. night, and that was him on it. It would have been Carl and Jack here, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And it's one of like the first radio jokes I remember. He's like uh, filling out a questionnaire, and then it goes sex, and he goes yes, please. No! I remember thinking, "That's awesome."
6: Yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) you're the right age group for it. You're listening to the top forty.
4: Yeah, I was like six. Okay, not quite, but yeah. Yeah, so you think
0: people will be shocked that you're supporting him?
3: Yeah, they Mm. always are.
4: Mm. Well, I think you said it right. Of like the most people's only interaction with Kyle is just through every like six months headlines. Mm. Yeah. So if you're only ever going to see that, of course you're going to think he's. Oh god! But then you do listen to it, and you're like, he is mad.
3: He's mad. He's mad. Mad as a cut snake. Mm. But most of the time, in in a, a great hilarious way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you what they were saying about periods? And you can cut this out if, you, if it's too much. No, it blew my
0: mind. No, you, I, you kept talking about this, and I had I didn't hear this bit. <laughs> it
3: blew my mind. Mm. I'm finding I'm going to find it hard because it Jackie that was talking about it. It's Jackie it. who was saying it, and he was like, "Wow, really?" Mm. She said mm. they were saying <laughs> that um, something I didn't know, which was that um, sometimes when a woman's got her period.
0: Mm. <laughs>
3: It flicks up on the under the toilet seat, right? I did not know that.
0: Like as in, like when like a bit of a splutter.
3: Well, what I didn't know was men how they got around to it was Kyle's missus has been sick, as in she's had a terrible stomach bug. Yeah, and he went to use her toilet, and, yeah. it, and it was messy. He flicked up the seat. We never put up the seat, and he went to put up the seat, and he was like, "Oh Jesus, it was messy," and he not with blood obviously, with, right, and with shit. See, I'm such a prude. i find this really (laughs) hard to say. Yeah, I'm finding so there's poo under the seat. Yeah, I'm finding this really hard to say. I can't. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this stuff. I'm like poo. Yeah,
0: mate, you've got kids. Like I I know, I can deal with it. I'm not good at
3: talking about it.
0: It's poo. I know. It's okay. I
3: can really finding it hard to talk.
0: So there's poo under the seat,
3: (sighs) and so he cleaned it. Yeah, great. And so, um, and. Yeah, we were all, all Jack and I, we were going. That's that's brilliant, right? That mm. that he did that. He's obviously in love. Great. And then um, he said something about yeah, because you you people never even put the seat up, and you don't know that oftentimes there's blood under there. And I said, what do you mean? Like I didn't know. I'm in my hotel room, going, what?
0: <laughs> Reacting to a reaction? <laughs> yeah, totally.
3: Show. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And Jack goes, oh yeah. She goes, I never knew that until recently. Right. And I'm still thinking, what? And they're talking about sometimes when you've got your period, it can flip. up. up.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: And because as he pointed out, it goes, no, because you, you don't clean your own toilet and neither do I. I have a lady. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't.
3: Right, okay, yeah, great. And I right. walked in there. The first day mm. I walked in there and I said, fuck, I just found out about the toilet. The period toilet thing, and, right? And he goes, "No, because you don't clean your fucking toilet either, do you, mate?" And I said,
0: "No." <laughs> yeah, but you've been in a long-term relationship, yeah, well, he right? Never said. No, 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 but you guys have seen stuff. You guys have seen. If you've been in that long of a relationship, yeah, I mean, but I've he been in, I've of, been married for what four years, and my wife and I, we have seen stuff. No, he's a prud- we've seen stuff. He was a
3: prudish guy. He was one of those guys. No, we didn't see stuff. He was one of those prudish guys. What do you mean? You know, sometimes, accidents happen, mate. No, like accidents no, happen. No. 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 No, he was one of those guys, and so I kind of followed that lead. I've, I've seen more stuff with guys I've been with
0: for two weeks. <laughs> like, not even like skiddies in the undies. No. Mate. What, I, no. I, 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 I know you're saying no. Like it's no, like, I swear I, to shocked. God. I can't believe no. that you've never seen a skid mark.
3: No, you Don't even say oh, that. Mate. No, not with my ex husband. No, he would. No, he ca- I'm sorry.
0: That's bullshit. No, it's not. I'm calling bullshit God, on that? Not that.
3: guy. No, it's not. Yeah, that but guy. it
0: doesn't matter. It's accidental, mate. He would not let that happen. Sometimes a fart. You don't know. No,
3: no he would not let that happen. No, God, no. I don't believe you at all. He would not
0: let that happen. How long were you guys married for? 23. Years. Fuck off. He would Do not. not believe you. You haven't seen He would house down <laughs> rather than
3: let that happen. No. What? No. No, No, he'd burn it down. No.
0: Burn the house down yeah. over a skid mark. Yeah, he would Far burn out. Like, no, no. No secrets. I mean, there.
3: we've lived through, you know, food poisoning and everything. That's what I
0: mean. Like yeah, diarrhea, bloody, um, no. like gastro. No.
3: Fuck. Man. He was just, no, no, no. He's very. You've never been on a long bushwalk and had. <laughs> <laughs> we've never been on a long bushwalk. No. No. Fuck no. <laughs>
1: Time for secrets and
0: sparkles. You have topped up. You didn't bother topping up anyone oils. I'm so sorry. You just look after yourself. That's fine. I'm sorry,
3: I'm a bit drunk already.
0: Are you? You listening to us can share your secrets with Michelle. If you'd like to share a secret, uh, the link is in the bio. Or if you can't find it there, go to Michelle's Instagram page. Mm. Uh, the link is in the link tree, and you can share a secret. And we have to say thank you very much to everybody who shares secrets. You are extremely brave yep. for doing this.
3: We got a link tree.
0: You've got a link tree, mate. You've got a, You've got everything. You, you name it. You're on TikTok. You are on YouTube. You are on Instagram. You are. Gosh. You got a, You got a, You got two pod. You got how many podcasts you got now? Heaps. You got heaps of podcasts. Yep. a link tree. This is secret number one.
6: Um, I have a secret. I'm sleeping with my abusive ex still, and I don't know how to break that.
3: Oh God, cockstruck. Cockstruck. Yes. Yep. Yep. It happens. It absolutely happens. That's why people stay in bad relationships. Don't you think? It's a big reason. It's a big part of the reason. There.
0: Can you explain that? So like what, what happens? So you, you just, you, you're happy, like uh, for the, it's, the abu- it's abusive, right? But yep. then you're just happy to have sex. So you just We're stay. not happy.
3: Well, because the like, sex what? is probably fantastic. And I say really? that because, yeah, I say that because she's stipulating I'm sleeping with my abusive ex.
0: So how good can sex be? I'm sorry, maybe I'm not that experienced, but like, how good can sex be that you're willing to be abused to have sex? I well, don't, I, I don't understand that.
3: Well, it can be amazing. I mean, that's that can be the thing. Absolutely, can be the thing that keeps you in an abusive relationship. I mean, it can be addictive. It can just absolutely be addictive, and you know, it's, it sets off all the hormones that. These are the same hormones that keep people addicted to gambling, keep people addicted to drugs, to anything. Right. You, you just You're talking these. about
0: the sex being addictive, yeah. not the abusive relationship. No. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
3: although I think some people, are, and it's hard because we don't know exactly what the abuse is. You know, we don't know if it's- Financial
0: phys- or if it's- Physical, yes, yeah. verbal, yes.
3: emotional. We don't exactly know. Um but the way she has phrased it and said, I'm sleeping with my abusive ex, suggests to me that it's the sex that is bringing her back, that mm-hmm. she's not living with this person again or, you know, seeing them in between, that she's just going back for sex. So it's addicted to the
0: sex. So what do you do there?
3: The obvious answer is find another route.
0: Is no. that hard to find another route? Like, yeah, no. it's it's not, is it? No. No, not at all. Yeah. But it's the so- easiest
3: thing in the world. And and it can break the spell. I mean, it's hard psychologically. But also, look, if this partner, ex-partner is abusive, then maybe there's all those issues, the jealousy issues, maybe they're probably making you feel as though no one else will ever have sex with you. They're probably making you feel all those feelings, I would say. Mm. So there's there'd be psychological barriers there. But always the thing in a in a in an abusive relationship, is getting that break, that circuit breaker, that time. Mm. That's always the key. Getting away and and getting that that physical break, that time away. That's that's what you have to do. You have to get, ask for help if you can, if you feel comfortable with anyone to say,
0: take, get me away, take me away, yeah,
3: take me somewhere. Can I come and stay with you? Can we go away somewhere?
0: And what happens in that? time. Like let's say that's a 2 week break. Yes. What's happening for someone in that time when they are away?
3: It's am- amazing the clarity you can get from that break, from literally not seeing the person, not talking to them on the phone, not texting them, how that spell can be broken. Mm. How that 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 hormonal um not getting that hormonal hit, not getting those those chemicals, how you can see it differently. It can make a huge change two mm. weeks three weeks the longer the better mm. get that break i'm not saying have sex with another person in that time but i'm saying get that break get as long as you can don't talk to them and if you can go with another person that's great because they can help you not buckle
0: Or right, how are you filing this one uh,
3: i'm not gonna say good luck you're fucked i'm gonna say oh uh, it's almost like perfectly understandable because this is what abusive relationships are they are addictive. They are. It all is all about this person kind of controlling you, and somehow. And sex is a really common, powerful one. It's one people don't talk about, actually. Mm-hmm. It's in between perfectly understandable and be careful, and just don't be embarrassed. Tell someone. You, everyone's always embarrassed because all your friends are saying he's a dickhead. Why? Why do you go back to him? He's a he's an asshole. You know. You have to just break through that with someone. Or find someone you trust who isn't going to say that or say to someone, please don't say all that stuff you say to me all the time. I need you. I seriously need you to help me
6: break it. Mm -hmm. Play this to them. Yeah.
0: All right. This is secret number two.
6: Okay. So my secret is that I have been hooking up with my sister's husband. So essentially my (laughs) brother-in-law, which sounds really weird, but it's just it doesn't feel weird
3: wouldn't say weird
6: it kind of happened one day when we were away for a family trip and my sister got called out for work and yeah one thing led to another and it should have felt weird but it didn't feel weird and now I don't know if I should tell her or just never speak about it again or yeah anyway that's my secret
3: Yeah, this is all about you and your sister, isn't it, doll? Yeah, your sister's a bitch,
0: isn't she? So she's punishing her sister?
3: Well, yeah, she's like, "Mm, I should have felt weird, but it didn't feel weird.
0: Right. Uh,
3: And now I just don't know if I should tell her or not. What
0: a dodgy bloke. Mm. Well, let's let's be honest, what a dodgy, I mean, very dodgy sister. Totally. Very dodgy sister, shitty sister, but also very dodgy guy. Oh, my God. And high risk guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, fuck, that's a dangerous scenario. I, I can't imagine what Christmas is like.
3: Uh, well, this is what I've got to say. I'm going to go back to the other week when someone said, "Oh, I had sex with my cousin when we were teenagers." Yeah, we've all been to boring fucking family barbecues.
0: Yeah, this is getting hot.
3: Yeah, none of you don't have to root your brother-in-law. Okay, go to bed, watch <laughs> Netflix on your phone. Like we've all been to boring barbecues. Have you ever
0: found your? your like, don't ask me because no, I know. But like, have you like? If- I don't want to get into that conversation. But you know what I mean? Like, I guess there's no reason why you can't find that person attractive because you're not related. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of course you could look at the person and go, fuck, they're –
3: Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah, ideally you know, you want to because you you want to hope that your sister's mm. going great.
0: So technically the thoughts
3: – No, no, they're, no, no. They're,
0: they're, they're, no. Technically the thoughts can naturally happen, right? But acting on them is the shit part. Yeah. Because we've all looked at people and gone, fuck, she's – like my brother's Partner? No. Hot.
3: Really? Yeah, but you shouldn't because you should, as soon as they're their partner, you should think
0: they're not hot. They're
3: my sister, shouldn't you? Uh, You should think it's family, shouldn't you? you Do you know what I mean? You
0: do, but I'm just saying that you can have those, you know. It's not a cousin. But it's your, not. A, it's I don't not, it's want to offend anyone, anyone
3: in my family. You know what I mean. I don't want to say. So you
0: found no one, hot.
3: No. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think. But I think that's because I think they're family. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know. I yeah, think yeah, I yeah. just
3: automatically go. Okay. I, I just don't. But it's like a switch. Yeah. I think so. I see you, girl. Mm. <laughs> I'll see you. Yeah. This has got nothing to do with him. He could be. He could be fugly, and you just like. Mm. Oh hey. Okay, oh, she had to go back for work.
0: So is this like, you know, um, sisters stealing hairbrushes kind of thing? Mm, You know, like, and then then having a fight over the hairbrush. Oh, you took my hairbrush, it's mine. There's something like that. Where's my my skirt?
3: That's my skirt. Oh, you bitch, you perioded in my skirt. (laughs) Ah. It's something like that. It's something like, sorry, I'm on that jag now. um, (laughs) It's something, something. It's about you and your sister. Oh, good luck, you're fucked.
4: (laughs) Good luck, you're
0: fucked. Because,
3: oh, God, when your sister finds out, and she will, Mm. uh, because her husband's probably a dipshit, let's face it, and he's probably going to tell her. Yeah, he
0: sounds like a dodge. Yeah, he's
3: not great. Dojo. And, oh, you cheeky. Oh, what's your mum going to say? Oh God, your mum! Oh, she's gonna hit. She's gonna hit the roof. And what's Auntie Pat gonna say? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 you're fucked, mate. Not a fun time. No, never again. For mm. the rest of your life. For the rest of your well,
0: life. Well, yeah. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> because it's not like a relationship that you can just kind of... It, it, no. It, well, I guess it can. You can never see your brother or sister again. That can happen. Oh, that can no. happen in family. she's going like, to have to see
3: everyone. Oh, what are they going to do forever? Hell. Just go, yeah. oh, well, we can't invite both the girls. No. Yeah. No, you're both going to have to. Every christening. Mm. It's just everything. Yeah. Oh, God, here she comes. Yeah. Oh. Mm. oh, watch her. We all know what she did. Watch her. Mm.
6: Mm. All right, this is secret number three. Yep. One Australia day, the boys and I decided it would be a good idea to get the clippers out and give each other mullets, Love as it. you do. I'm completely bald, so we decided I'd get myself an eyebrow slit. After a couple of drinks, we gave it a crack, but my mate made me laugh and I lost my eyebrow. Figured we couldn't be lopsided, so we got rid of the other it looked like I had cancer or some sort of disease. Pushed forward to the to later that night, and we had a rather attractive girl next to me. And she questioned if I was going through chemo at the time, which seemed more likely to get me in her pants than we have no hair at all because I'm such a dick. So I rode with it. Even asked the bartender to go easy on charging me because I was going for chemo and I couldn't afford it. Clearly, I'm going to hell. But it definitely worked.
3: Well, I mean, how far did it go? Is what I need to know. Was it just that night, or I mean, did she start a GoFundMe for you?
0: <laughs>
3: how, far, how, far, how far? down the track are we here?
0: Did she do a charity walk? Yeah,
3: yeah. Is she is she doing the Kokoda Track or what?
6: You know, she's halfway
0: through.
3: Yeah. How far are we? Oh, I mean. <laughs>
0: It's it's a tricky one. Yeah, it is.
3: What's that girl's I mean, name? Belle, whatever her name is, who started a whole... Blindness.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be very careful. Yeah.
3: Be careful. Be careful. That's be careful. a be careful. I'm filing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of... Oh, it's not really understandable, is it? But how do you say to a lady, oh, not cancer? No, just... Yeah. Just <laughs> blind.
4: Just
0: <laughs> blind. Not cancer. Just dickheads.
3: Just dickheads. Just boys weekend. Not not cancer.
0: Yeah. No. Mm. Fine. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to share a secret, go to the link in the bio or you can share your secret through Michelle's Instagram, link tree.
3: Imagine if you know mm. a family where a girl had to go home to work when the rest of the family stayed on a trip.
4: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Any other identifying details about that from that secret?
3: Well, if you know a family where a girl had to go home from work and her sister's a slut. <laughs> okay. There we go. Shut up, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're keeping it real. It's time for, oh my God, I love that. Are you ready for a bit of Italian? Mm. This oh, is an yeah. old Italian banger. A stay in the shoes and I will hold it's got a cool video that goes whole with whole it in wine. Yeah. Got got on and
4: shaking their heads
0: and shaking their hips.
3: To the words. Let's see if you can make it out.
4: What's his name? Adriano Celentano. Sal-
3: Adriano Celentano. It's actually a bit of a kind of a protest song. It was uh, released in the 70s. Right.
1: It's actually no words at all.
3: It's complete nonsense lyrics. <laughs> he, it's what he reckons American sounds like, meaning English. <laughs> <laughs> And at the time, I'll let you listen to a bit more in a minute because it goes off. It's such a banger. He reckoned that Italians would listen to anything in English. He was so spewing. It was filthy that people weren't buying his songs and proper Italian songs. They were buying anything in American. So he went, all right, I'll just write some shit in English then. But he didn't speak English. So he just wrote what he thought it sounded like. Listen that is to this. brilliant.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a catchy song. Yeah. All right. And this girl is all such a he, he said all right there. He says all right.
3: My yeah.
1: Isn't it?
3: It's what they think we sound like. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> all right. Fuck all right there. Well, She's shaking the, the hips. hips. <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah, I love yeah. that. You know, when we were kids, we were racist, yeah. Australian kids, yeah. and how we would pretend to speak other people's languages. Totally, yeah. And you forget, oh, of course, that yeah. other people in other parts of the world think we talk like that. Yeah. When I went to South Sudan a couple of years ago, um, we were in – I was there was Spider Everett and, and we were there with a the crew, obviously, mm. of Australian guys, and we were in a um, – a refugee camp in the middle of South Sudan and the kids there had never seen white people. Mm -hmm. Well, the adults there had never seen white people. And these kids started following us around and they're bored, you know, and so they were excited just to see anyone, anyone new and cameras and stuff. And they were calling us. They were saying something to us all the time. They were laughing and all that and we were laughing. We were having a great time. (laughs) And then we realised, oh, they're calling us Mongolian that we realised they thought we were Mongolian because the closest thing to us, there were lots of different um, UN soldiers there. Sure. And one of the groups of soldiers were Mongolian and that was the closest thing to our skin colour. They had no toys at all and, like, literally there were, I think, almost 100,000 people living in this camp Mm. and zero toys. There Mm. was not a ball Mm. in this place. And there was like 70,000 kids and so what the kids would do is they would make out of the mud, um, they would make things. They would make horses and animals out of the mud and that's Mm. what they would play with. And I met um, a a woman who lives in Australia now who's an artist and um, she said we were chatting about, um, you know, her youth and stuff and she said, oh, and I remember my brothers used to make animals out of the mud. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, I've seen kids do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go, wow. Mongolian to uh, to uh,
0: there you go. South Sudanese kids with the um, with the accents. Mm. If you do a French like a French accent, mm. is that racist? If you're speaking because
3: French, it's not.
0: If, if if you're doing the the French sound, yeah, is that is that I racist? Mean, I know because it's
3: weird. I don't be, know. It probably is.
0: It probably is. Yeah, I don't because know. If you, if, if you do Chinese, it's racist. Yeah. right. If you do Japanese, it's racist. Yeah. If You do the French accent. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be as.
3: I know because we're all white. Right. Yeah, I know. If you do, I, Ru-
0: if you do Russian,
3: I don't know. Like I don't know the answer. No, no, I, I know. Even I, I, being, I'm, I'm but, just
0: throwing it out there because it does seem like there's different tiers of like what.
3: Oh, totally. It, but know. then I think. But then if we say, oh, it's my mum. If
0: you do Indian, it's racist. Oh, tears. Clear. It's racist as fuck. But then. But yeah. if you like
3: my mum, when I was growing up, my mum and everyone I knew, every adult I knew, used to go, "Oh, Americans are mad." Oh, they're bloody mad, aren't they? Mm. Oh, they're mad. And they're bloody... Oh, they're gun crazy. They're mental. They're mm. all mad.
0: Mm. Isn't that racist? That's, that's racist.
3: Right? That's what yeah. I mean. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think... But if you do any...
0: a British accent.
3: Yeah, that's funny.
0: It's funny. <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> but that's what I mean. But I don't think... Is anyone going to pull you up and say, you race. it's racist, you can't say that? But isn't it? Tricky times. Yeah. Mm. Good point, Simon. Yeah. Oh, you're calling me Simon. Yeah, well, I thought, it, I thought it, it deserved it. Did it? Yeah, because you've just some fucking really serious social commentary coming out of there, girl. Ooh, girl, good for you.
0: All right, well, that is it for today's episode. Uh, we would love it if you could share this podcast with your friends to get the word out there about Can We Be Real. And if you do have a secret that you would like to share, the link is in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page and we will be back next Tuesday.
3: Yep,
2: see you next Tuesday. <laughs>